Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Be Meaner. Be Meaner. Than it. it. We're getting it's good. Me, it's me and Jake. And today we have a special guest, Greg, joining us. Thank you for joining What's us, up, Greg? Greg. Yes. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Otherwise known as the vault of information. I see you on you you answer so many questions on the Galaxy's Edge one and the Forgotten Room. Like before anybody can answer, you have the answer. Well, when you have no life, it's really easy. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is life. This is the life right here, my friend. You hacked it. You got it figured out. So last time the Rangers had um, like barely escaped death by Cludemore, they drank some of stuff from that uh, fountain that made them not feel pain anymore. And it had some crazy healing qualities to it. And then they went on a super enjoying walk with Vandahar. And uh, that's where our story picks up here. We're in what's called the Emerald uh, Woods, or that's kind of what it was called because everything is so green everywhere. Is that how you pictured it? Well, that's how it was described. I mean, yeah. He said it was Emerald, like the Emerald Woods or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'd like – I wasn't thinking about that. I don't know. What were you thinking about? Well, I, if he described it as Emerald, I just went back to the Wizard of Oz and I just kept thinking about this castle, and I couldn't, I couldn't put that in Forgotten Ruins, so I just completely skipped out of that. Mm. Like ignore that entire your, section. Cause your memory to crash. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot, but still. My mind went immediately to the Ent Forest when uh, Marion Pippin meet a uh, Treebeard. Yes. Because mm. he says uh, Van Hart says the Charwood Forest is as old as the ruin itself. So I'm thinking this ancient green overgrown you know probably trees are talking somewhere and walking around just oh yeah kind of place yes yeah so he does say uh this place is called the upper charwood and old is the time when the stars fell and cleaved the ruin into what it is now so this is like a land that was from the very beginning you know uh -huh. this is like untouched um it's sacred uh, it was once called Vandahar says it was once called the green walk. And uh, in those days, the dragon elves ruled the West and rivaled even the growing power of the sour and South. So this used to be this like huge sprawling area. The dragon elves were in power back then. We learned about them a little bit later. Um, the sour were coming to power. So I kind of realized I was confused. The sour, are they, are those the centaur boys? And the half goat boys, who are who are the sour again? Are those the lizard dudes? Yeah, those are those the lizard. Okay, yep. okay, those are lizard dudes. What are the the we centaur boys? Say that again, Greg. I, I'm just saying that you know we hear about the sour now. It's just this quick little reference. You know when the sour awoke and when they were in power before they were in the south. You know, mm. and it's gotten further into the series now. Uh, we're killing the sour and we're fighting the sour and hell yeah we are like everything that they do is just so connected they they throw in little bits here and they just build on it and build on it mm -hmm. it's fascinating yeah it's good stuff I, I i remember when i was reading this like wait who are the sour and then you're right it's just a quick reference and we go into all this other stuff mm -hmm. um that's right. It was a lizard folk. Now it all comes back when they raid the port city and all that stuff. Oh man, F the sour, <laughs> dude. That was a good time. Um and so if I'm if I'm the Rangers, right, I'm feeling like, okay, everything's going pretty well. But Talker gets a little bit of insight, right? About uh this is still a pretty dangerous place. Um Vandahar. Um what did he say? He said he says he says to Autumn, she comes up and he goes, Oh, lead on with the scouts. Um, you need to go with them. Uh and oh, and make sure the Fae uh don't give them a hard time or like pull the good looking rangers down into their holes. Just make sure that like kind of stuff doesn't happen. Targa's like, excuse me? <laughs> what did you say? I thought this was gonna be like a happy hippie walk. And they'll never give those up. What in the world 
is going on? Excuse me, what? So I actually looked up the Fae, and I mean, yeah, it means fairy. Uh, they're mythical beings found in. I guess this used as or uh, this term is used a lot, the Fae, to describe a lot of different mythical creatures in European cultures. Um, some associate them with being more than mere mortals, but less than gods. They have a strong tie with nature, um, which isn't surprising. Have magical powers, inclination to interfere with humans. Um, so that's like our world. Ruin world is uh, they're like I, I and and when Vandahar was like, oh yeah, they'll pull them down into their holes. I'm thinking like, oh, I thought these were little fairies. Are they? Are we talking about like human sized element spirit sprites here? flying around and like you look nice come here <laughs> they just grow like 10 foot tall yeah i was like i don't remember this part feeling worried about them but now i'm worried about them a little bit of fairy dust and they become a giant yeah <laughs> yeah so i was actually uh i was thinking about this and like i've said this probably a hundred times already I've never played D&D, so I'm not familiar with spells and all that. However, I do believe that the Fae would have some sort of seduction or like charm. I, I, charm, yeah, I don't want to say love yeah. because I don't think there's a love charm like a love spell, but a charm that would seduce the rangers and kind of mm. keep them entrapment. Yeah, that's good. That would actually lure them into the hole. Uh we learn about um, the uh, Vandahar clarifies some stuff for us. The Fae are very dangerous, and they have guarded the forest since long before the dragon elves. And and also, Fae means from, like from, uh, other somewhere other. So these Fae probably weren't. Even, they're not even from this world. They're from like either another dimension, another area entirely, kind of not too dissimilar from where those tentacles came out of hmm. when uh, Talker and Autumn were running through that underground place. And creatures of the outer dark. Ooh, yes. That's good. That makes sense. That makes sense. Outer darkness. I'm, I'm running on the last of my caffeine right now. It's just <laughs> starting to fizzle downward, so I'm trying to use it all. Do you think the nano plague could have come from a different realm or like reality or somewhere else instead of starting on earth okay we're getting like, into some speculation here so yeah. okay. there's there's the i forgot which book if it's book two or book three but it, remember it talks about who we later know as the spider queen book yeah yep. okay okay book three and she's on the turn she's like making the nano plague so i don't know if she like full on made the whole thing or if she tapped into this other world and pulled it from there i don't know but okay so let, let's just say there's another book series called galaxy's edge oh right. my gosh here we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep going no and there's a whole book about <laughs> madame guillotine where she gets the nano plague and starts turning into a robot right <laughs> no, okay um strange company stink eye opens up a portal she right. falls into the portal lands on earth spreads the nano plague i just connected all of it warlord even in the in their blue fairy with the hair lips they get sucked in when they pass through the qst themselves and you have a nano plague as well there we Boom. go all connected we did it we cracked the case boys yep <laughs> we freaking did it all right. Nick, you can't keep secrets from us, Nick and Jason. We figured it out. Got that's this enough. now. I think that's enough to tech to Pikachu for now. Try to try to pull one over on us. No way. I don't think so. We see everything. We see everything. <laughs> Off our mar marginal speculation. Okay. Okay, back on track here. So they're from somewhere other. They also he, he says they have they have had this job of keeping the eld the eld people things asleep. Uh 
could that be your charms there, Jake? I mean, yep. if they're trying to keep them under wraps and sleep, I mean, what better way than to pull them down to those secret holes? How powerful would you have to be to keep them asleep, though? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine, well, so the Fae appear in a swarm, like maybe their huge swarm is super powerful and able to charm easily, easily, easier. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Well, these, either way, however they do it, these Eld are super bad dudes. Uh, Vandahar says they don't, they don't want them waking up just yet. And we don't need them going to war. I guess as soon as they wake up, it's just death and destruction for everybody on a hot plate because these guys even have like really bad names. Like uh, he talks about Bothmaug the Devourer, and he's beneath the forest where no man has ever gone. And apparently, if this guy gets woken up, which kind of seems unlike- unlikely because nobody's ever been there, but I, it sounds like it would be the most terrible thing ever. So he's an Eld. He's an Eld. Cludmore is an Eld. And I, I think he was described as kind of the lesser of the Elds. And this dude mm-hmm. was freaking ginormous. Like, how are you supposed to fight? How, how is that? How are you supposed to fight him? Well, according to the Rangers, you just pull out your Carl G. <laughs> so. Enough Carl Gs. I, enough Carl you know, Gs. I was thinking, like, if the if my ants in my house had like the equivalent like a little tiny carl g it would take a lot but i would eventually die if they had that you like know a whole bunch I... of them if they shot me in the face a whole bunch i'd be like oh my god you know how i kind of pictured it tiny little remember, carl G's. remember in uh uh was it return of the jedi when the ewoks were setting up all the traps against the uh, chicken walkers <laughs> And then they just like trip and then like, that's what the Rangers would do. They would just hide in trees and be like, nop, nop. Okay. I mean, the clue more is like bigger than a skyscraper. I don't know if a lot of cable. Oh, I'm would sorry. Do it. Oh, didn't X Wing take out the Death Star? <laughs> okay, solid. Yeah. Solid. I can't argue that one. That's right, already happened. Like it's already times. happened, and uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that Death Star got blown up. What do you want to do? Let's build another one. All right, <laughs> makes sense. I don't know if that's gonna work out. We're gonna build another one. Okay. Why? Why are we doing that? Genius writing, right there. Genius right. writing. Genius writing. Okay. Uh, well, I'm all over the place here. Uh, so he says. He says, yeah, all that stuff, uh, there's some kind of like, from what I understand, some type of under, not underworld, it's not the right term. What am I trying to say? Under, under the, where they are, there's some kind of like under level, under level, there we go, where these things are all held, you know? It's not like another dimension, but some type of like prison or some type of holding area. Maybe an underspire? Underspire? Oh. oh, speaking of which, I just downloaded it. I can't so, wait to read it. I just bought it. You just bought it. I just downloaded it. It's going to hit you guys in the face. It's it's You guys are going to love it. I, I love wait. being hit in the face. Which, by the way, there needs to be a disclaimer. Like, don't read some of these at work for us. <laughs> I finished... I finished... Uh, um. The most recent book. Why can't I think of it? Why can't I say the name? Uh, Never Shall I Fail. Never Shall I Fail. I wanted to keep saying Lead the Way, but that wasn't right. Dude. And I I was mid-shift at work, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this right now. How how do I get through the day and nobody sees my face? That was one of the best books. I absolutely love that book. So good. It just, oh, man. And at the end of it, I'm like, I was just thinking about freedom too much. My eyes just started, liber- my my eye sockets just started liberating my eyes. That's- <laughs> All the eagles screamed and it just broke you down. Right? <laughs> it suddenly started raining where I was, too. What's up with that? I was just in the shower, so. Yeah. yeah. 
There we go. All right, um, let's move on. Okay. So apparently if these guys get woken up, it's bad bad news for everybody. And uh, But good thing, after Vandahar's warning about, hey, watch out for your ranger boys, he says, don't worry. I spoke to the head fae girl. Y'all are going to be fine. Just don't get, you know, distracted. Lured off into the deep parts of the wood. And there's like these vague, he's like, he's like too nonchalant about these warnings. Like people could die. And he's like, just, you know, don't worry about, don't, don't get lost or nothing. Or you guys will be freaking destroyed and dismembered, but just, you're going to be fine. Have you noticed that about Vandahar? Like sometimes the more, most dangerous things, he's just super vague. He's like, yes, young Rangers. It is very dangerous. Like, What's going on? And we like, oh, this mushroom is edible upon this springtime. That like what? Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> well, yeah, because he goes in here. He's, he goes, oh, I've talked with Marvella. You know, the lady from the sunken pond. She goes, just yeah, there we go. you know, just hurry up on past the pond, and we'll be fine. You know, just yeah, just be quick about it. Don't don't tarry around it. It's like, why? Why? What would happen? Yeah. Who is she? But nah, just 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 hurry up. Just move on with life. Yeah. What if we need to tarry about? Like, wait, hold, hold on. Time out. Time out. We need, we need to talk about this right now. Yeah. He's probably afraid the Rangers would want to kill everything. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was for their safety and not so yeah. much, uh, like, like the the uh, the creature's safety. Not so much about yeah. the Rangers. He's like, oh, can you guys hurry? Because if you see what is over there, you're. Just I know gonna you're going to kill it. You're going to yeah. destroy everything. Um. So. I, I've probably talked about this before, but he's got some Gandalf energy here where he's like alluding to something s- extremely dangerous, but being really vague about why it's dangerous. Like uh-huh. when, like when, uh, um, I mean, this isn't the best example, but it's the one that comes to mind when they're like in Lord of the Rings, when they're coming up with a plan to go through the mines of Moria and, and Gimli's like, oh, let's go through the mines. Like, it'll be great. My family lives there. We'll eat really well. It'll be great. And Gandalf just does one of these, like, okay. Okay, should sure, I, we can should do I, that. Should I tell him now or? No, he'll yeah. find out later. <laughs> he never tells them until they know a Balrog's coming. Like, come on, man. No warning. No, like, this place is uh, completely overrun by orcs. So I like your idea. But we need to be really tactical about how we approach. Like, we could have sandboxed the whole thing so that nobody, you know, died and stuff. Gandalf. Yeah, Sidari eating everything to make a sandbox out of. No MRE packages or nothing. So, I mean, you couldn't really sandbox that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. We could have at least talked about it. <laughs> All right. Where am I? Don't get low. Uh, Oh, they're bringing up King Triton next. As there we go, player. King Triton. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, Vandahar, or Vandy in my notes, talks about... Um, Talker tries to pull a fast one on him, like, oh, this isn't like... Um, he tries to say, oh, this isn't... Uh, we're from far away. I can't remember the conversation, but he goes, this isn't, you know, we're, we're from far away, we're not from here. And Vandy's like, yeah, no, duh. I know you're not from here. You guys are from uh, the before. And you're not the first ones to pass through. And that was like, what? I thought that, uh, I thought that um, uh, for some reason the seals had gone through. But then we don't really know how many airplanes or how many C-130s or crews went before the Rangers. There could have been a whole several dudes. The seals went the night before, and that ended up being twenty years later. Oh, we lost Jake. Of course we did. Well, we think twenty years later, because that's what uh, McCluskey told him. But oh, that's all he said, right? He could just be lying about the whole thing. I remember thinking so hard about how how many hours did they leave the night before, and how that equated twenty four or twenty years. Uh huh. But uh, if you go to the next couple pages, uh, Talker is talking to Autumn, and he says, or she says. Well, 20 years ago, the Dark Prince, McCluskey or whoever, you know, kicked us out of the Baradnula. And it's like, well, 
Oh, if he's right. already been a vampire and a lord and a, have another whole army, he's been here longer than just the 20 years that he's blowing smoke. Way yeah. longer than 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in, the, in the whole under area underneath that fortress, there's like murals of the Ten Seals and how they all became Dark Lords. Mm -hmm. And yeah, reading that, I was like, it's been way more than 20 years. Come on. There's no way. Oh, I loved how I totally had a fast one pulled on me right there, though. I was I was trying to do all this math about how if they left about eight hours prior, that equaled 20 years. So breaking down in minutes, like how long would the next C-130 take to go through the QST gate? How many years later would that be? But it freaking he lied. He freaking lied. That's who I follow your math. Freaking McCluskey. Typical seal with all his misinformation. And subterfuge. Write a book on it. All right. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> that would be a sweet book. McC how McCluskey and the SEAL team came into the ruin. Oh. And how they all got corrupted. And yeah, no. I, I totally forgot. Did it ever explain what happened to the other SEALs? Because I think it did in the, one of the beginning yeah. books, and then later on we find out they actually became like, didn't they all become vampires? Oh, you just you Wars? just uh, <laughs> you had uh, gotten dropped from the call and then rejoined us, and we had just talked about how in that fortress that he's at right now, the whole under area has murals of all the seals becoming <laughs> dark lords. Yeah, but like, what happened to them? Oh yeah, I guess we don't know that. He says a yeah. couple killed in some village, you know, and then a, another couple succumbed to like a werewolf. But like, yeah, but if you're if you're that. if you're Dark Lord, I don't think you could really like succumb to a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Like you demolish that werewolf. So maybe that was before. I mean, it was probably more than just ten seals that went through the the gate. So probably in like the early days, the early days. Some seals died from whatever, not being able to write a book, and uh, some vampire dudes <laughs> and, and uh, werewolves or whatever. And then the remaining 10 became dark lords and did freaking super evil stuff that we learn about later in the murals. All right. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Would that be Ted 2716? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, la, la, la. so they get into a conversation about King Triton, and uh, Talker throws that out there right off the bat. Like, you talking about King Triton? And he gets all upset because he can't tell his like big, wonderful story about King Triton. Um, but yeah, Vandy talks about how McCluskey is under the sway of the Black Prince, who is known, or is McCluskey the Black Prince? Shoot, I wrote that down kind of funky. Anyway, he's known as the Lord of Vampires and ruler of the Crow's March. I think that's I think that's McCluskey proper. Yeah, he's yeah. saying not the Dark Prince, the Black Prince, and he's got yeah, okay, the Black, the Black Prince. He goes, you're wearing black, psycho. McCluskey's trying to pass it off as like, it's not me, though. You're wearing black, psycho. <laughs> so Vandahar says, oh, yeah, the Hidden Council, well, we think that McCluskey was under the curse of the Nightwalkers, who are like, you know, those are vampire dudes, for sure. Uh, and so McCluskey works for the Nether Sorcerer, and he rules from Unmuth. This, the... These chapters, like 46 through 49 through 50, big world-building type stuff. You know, uh -huh. we just have, like, a whole bunch of violence, and now we're getting into, like, okay, here's where you're at. Here's where the world is. And um, here's, world... like, a, a little bit of history of the world, too. Yeah. Trying to bring you up to speed. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, I not only want a map of what we're talking about, but I want tactical maps of each area we're in so that I can picture it fully and know the movements and, you know, all this stuff. I would buy yeah. I would buy the heck out of those maps. <laughs> One of us has a map. 
two of us. <laughs> two of hey, us. Why does it have to be this way? Why do we have to bring up what I don't have? Look, I have. You... Oh, what's up? I have that too. I have that too. Am I gonna bust this out right now? Oh, I have the map oh. from the beginning. From oh. the beginning, fellas. Let's watch out. Well, I have a signed map of the ruin. The entire ruin. You don't have to show off, Jake. Well, you don't have to show off. All right. Off. I'm sorry. You're right. Let's have a little bit of modesty here, okay? We have a guest. Nope. This is uncomfortable, and you made it this way. <laughs> That's what I do every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the game later. Um, so, walking through the forest. Well, okay. And Talker sees uh, that the trees have faces. These are these are like the living tree ants mm -hmm. from uh, Lord of the Rings. One of the best if when people bring up Lord of the Rings, I I always think about those tree ants smashing into um, Isengard, tearing everything down. That was probably the the coolest thing I ever watched when I was a kid. Was those big tree ants smashing everything? It was just so satisfying to watch. Then they made a game. Mm -hmm. It was like a real-time strategy of Lord of the Rings, and you could command the tree ants. <laughs> it was like, my life's complete. My life's complete. I can do that. You guys ever play that? It was Battle for Middle Earth. That's what it was called. Uh, I don't think I ever played that. I did not. Um, I played the ones for the PlayStation. We got to be Aragorn or Legolas or Gimli. And oh, oh yeah. yeah. Those were cool. Those were cool. I dug those. Uh... Uh, shifting gears, we notice that Talker is now, or that Talker is now noticing that uh, Autumn looks a little sad. We're not really sure why. She smiles, but it's like you know, kind of this withdrawn smile. Um, he's looking like he's falling pretty hard for her right now, and uh, like, oh man, I want to know so much about her. Why is she so sad? So Vandy starts talking about how Autumn is probably. The only one of her people, um, and she risked a lot, or the only one of her people to um, think that coming to investigate what's up with the Rangers was uh, a good idea. And she risked a lot to come out there and even see if, you know, uh, trying to help them was a good idea or not, or see what they were about. So we learned she's part of the Shadow Elves. Um but there's not much of them left. Uh, their kingdom of Tarragon was destroyed. And um, now when Talker asks her, you know, hey, you know, what's wrong? And they go back and forth a little bit. Well, she has to basically go on a suicide mission, fight some dragon because she's about to turn 18. And that's their right of some witch convinced their tribe that, oh, yeah. This is your new rite of passage. You, whenever somebody turns eighteen, they got to go fight dragon. Good luck, and uh, hopefully you make it out of there okay. Kind of grim. That's a lot Can you imagine eighteen-year-old shoulders? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weighing a lot right now. Like the fate of the shadow elves relies on you only if you kill a dragon. So, yeah. and you got to do it by yourself. Yeah, you have to do it by yourself. Come on. Um, so Vandy says also, uh, kind of talking about how the age of the elf is going away, and currently we're in the age of men. But he also uh, caveats that with, you know, the shadow elves, uh, they have a good cause. Like their cause is a pure one, a just one. Um, but that the shadow elves and... Uh, uh, the other men here in the ruin all have a common enemy. Obviously, the forces of evil, King Triton, the bad dudes, um, and thinks that hey, maybe you rangers could unite everyone into some super strong alliance and take them on. And we kind of learn later that Sergeant Major's like, why is this our problem? Why do we got to do that? Yeah, Sar Sergeant Major and the Captain are like, we came here to kill this one person, and now we have to align all the allies of men. Wait, this isn't for us right now. 
Yeah. Let's let's do this one job and then we'll get back to that. Yeah, why is this our problem? We're just here for the forge. That's all we Yeah, want. right. <laughs> Can yeah, we just we get our forge back? We want our taco machine back. I wish I had a forge. What would be the first thing you'd build out of it? Solid question. I don't know. I feel like I knew, but now I'm asked the question. I what about you, know. Greg? What would be the first thing? I mean, my knee jerk is like just a bunch of gold bars because, you know, when stuff goes down, it's going to be bars. I, I want golden ammo to pop out so I can be mm. on the hill. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Gold bars and ammo. I'd probably, buy, I'd probably make a taco truck. <laughs> gold bars, ammo, and taco trucks? Hey, I don't need knows? to. I don't need to make anything. I'll just be with you guys. I actually thought the first thing I'd make would be a, a M2 automatic uh, Browning automatic machine gun. Oh yes. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I just have it, and then I'd have to make the ammo, obviously. But just having that, mm. I'd make a wild man's rifle, twenty millimeter rifle. Oh. And just have a broken femur, or not femur, broken collarbone every time I fired it. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, my shoulder. Oh, I'm what, if you get the, what if you could get the technology for like DO armor? Mm. Like Dark Operator? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah. Three, I'll okay. that out. It's like a taco truck with a modus on top. So oh, yeah. And 50. Just rocking dark operator armor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a fever dream that I want to be a part of. Okay, so let's get, we're, get back on track here. Wait. I would create the nano plague. Ah, why would you do that? <laughs> but if I have my dark operator armor, then. Then the nano plague eats away your armor is ineffective. No. No, we're getting into then it I would, right now. No, listen. Then it's going to start on Earth. The ruins going to get, get activated. I'm going to download my plans for the Dark Operator armor to space, and then the whole thing's <laughs> going to take off. And then we'll be oh, on Opus yeah. with the, you know, with Solomon, right? And in the best of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then oh, it begins. that was a pretty good book, by the way. I like that. I liked. I liked that book. Yeah, that was a good one. Too bad she went uh, kind of the other way with it, you know? Yeah, it was frustrating. That was kind of, uh, that was frustrating. I was like, this is so cool. And then she's like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Why, lady? Why? Why can't you just, why can't you? Explain <laughs> the rules. I'm going to get upset. There's rules, lady, okay? And they don't include you doing what you already want. Speaking of good books. <laughs> Under Forget nothing, too. Yeah, that was pretty good going through selection. Yep, mm. pretty good one. Yes. All right, so okay. back. We're at the okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, let's this get back. This is what happened to Max and I. Long tangent, long tangent. <laughs> uh, so there's a large tower, which is where they're uh, going. That, that can be seen in the distance. And then uh, the fae arrive. Small fairies freaking everywhere. Landing uh -huh. on the rangers, landing on... You know, their rifles and them and flittering around everywhere. Vandahar and all the rangers are laughing. They This is like, for some reason, everyone's just elated by all these fairies flying around everywhere. Um, like butterflies landing on all your stuff. You know what I mean? Nope. Well, sure. that happened. Huge laugh. Everybody's laughing. It's a, it's a nice break from the violence. Then when we learn these are Fae Scouts, okay, from, it says here, the Queen of Gossamer Throne. And the Fae Scouts are relaying the message. You got, Oh, you guys are safe. You guys are safe for now. Talker's like, why? Why right? Why just right now? And so, uh, uh, Autumn, that's her name, Last Bottom, 
is like, oh, they only ever know about today. Like the Fae only know about from sunup to sundown, everything after or uh, uh, before that is like, they can't comprehend that. They don't want to comprehend that. It's just today. So it was really like you're safe for the rest of today. And then I, we don't know. We don't even know what tomorrow brings. So good luck. Good that's luck so, that's so insane. Like that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. Let's kill everything and eat all the food right now. And then like, why you show up tomorrow? And you're like, we don't have any food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not an ideal way to live. I don't think. No. No. It's because of the Fae. I mean, they're other. They're yeah. other. That's true. Maybe they don't even need to eat. They're not even from... Don't eat your mic, Jake. Out of your mouth. Out. Sorry. Sorry. Freaking grunts. What's the matter with you? Oh, and then Tanner's, or Talker's just fully in love with Autumn because he sees the multicolored tornado of fairies, you know, just all up in her hair. He's just like, yeah. oh, I'm falling. I'd be uh, Tanner with stripper number three right now if I looked at her. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Paying like 25% yeah, for a used Mustang. Oh my gosh, I love that. I was I was with a guy one time. Wait. Um, oh my gosh. What? Seriously. <laughs> I was in the same unit as a guy who uh he was he bought some stupid car and he's like it was only 18% and I was all 18% Morgan what the hell's the matter with you and he goes I had to have the car man I had to have it I'm like dude that is so ridiculous 18% anyway what my car when I was in the army was a 1975 Chevy Nova and I bought it for 500 bucks yeah, it was, it was so loud in the morning that it would set off car alarms as I was driving through like the parking lot in the morning because the NCO barracks was away from our actual unit. So I had to drive there every single morning and then um, wouldn't go past 63 and the heater didn't work. <laughs> that is so dope. I, I can totally legit. picture you doing that. Yeah, it's so angry. It's so angry. It made me perfect. Okay, so Faye can't. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Only thinking about today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, say it again. So, she's so sad now because she's thinking yeah. about tomorrow. Yeah. So sad. Oh yeah, she envies the Faye. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah, she's thinking about that suicide mission she's got to go on. Sounds like a great time. Uh, and we learned a little bit more about why that is, right? So there was an alliance between uh, all the Elven tribes and the dragon elves came under attack from like an actual dragon. Dragon elves come under attack, actual dragon. I don't know. Bad luck. Uh, came out of the worm wastes, which I don't think we learn about later. Um, but at some place, this dragon came from there, possibly around uh, Russia area. And her people got a little bit sideways with the local ruling um, faction. Okay. Allegedly, the dragon elves, when under attack from the dragon, they asked the shadow elves for help. And their king was like, uh, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to help out. And does not come to their aid. So the dragon elf king cursed the shadow elves. And then the shadow elves, everything went downhill for them from there. You know, they lost their kingdoms their castles and they basically became uh, mercenaries now was it the the dragon elves that took over ireland oh the morn the oh okay i got i got in my notes here yes it's this uh the irish elves they they see themselves as the last true descendants of the dragon elves in the kingdom hmm. of morn up in the ireland area the and they they kind of want nothing to do they're like they're like kind of isolationist up there. Mm -hmm. And they think that the shadow elves kind of attract too much of uh, attention from the bad guys. Yep. And they're like, no, nah, we don't want to be a part of that. 
Are there any more dragon elves, or did the dragon take them all out? I think they're all dead. Okay. I think they're all dead. I don't think we ever see them ever again, forever. Can you can you imagine naming your clan after the thing that kills you? That's bad luck, man. Like, oh, we're the heart attack clan. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's just bad luck right there, man. Yeah. Um, okay, shadow elves have to kill this dragon, even though all the dragon elves are dead. They still have to, like, they think that this curse will be broken. If they uh, kill this dragon, it'll lift the curse. And they've been trying to kill this thing for about 150 years now. So that's a lot of people turning 18 and getting freaking barbecued and dismembered need. And it sounds like they almost sent their best warriors at the beginning. If I was reading that correctly, and then it's just been slowly like diminishing over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. going nineteen left. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Nineteen of them are left. Most of them are children. There's some old lady there, and Autumn is like their last um, warrior. She's like the only one that can really fight, and she's about to turn eighteen and has to go on the suicide mission because that witch was like. Oh, you have to go alone. You can't go. You can't try to kill this thing uh, with your friends. <laughs> can't do now, that. What would happen if the witch is dead? Would that would her statement of "you have to go alone" be squashed? So, have you seen uh, Dune? Yeah, you see that movie. So, yeah, they there was some. I I'm gonna butcher this right now. But there was influence into the um, the Fremen culture, and they basically made this like prophecy, right? And so when you know that one guy came, he was fulfilling all those prophecies. And so what I think kind of happened was uh, this old woman embedded that tradition into the Shadow Elves, and was like, and so there's really no rule that they have to fight this thing when they turn eighteen, but it's something that they've been like that's been traditionalized and now they have just been doing it this way for so long. And now they're all almost dead. I, mean, I don't think there's, there's a rule to do that. I think she just fooled them into thinking that's how it had to be done. You think at one point, somebody in that, in the, their group would be smart enough to be like, look, this is stupid. Um, let's either Diddy Mao and go somewhere else or all attack the dragon at the same time. Yeah, you'd think. You would think. Yeah, but I mean, the ties Carter, of tradition. Her brother Carter, we find out it's what, 14, 13? So, I mean, you're taking little kids in there too at, at her point. So, yeah. It'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. It'd probably be before her, though. I mean, it'd be a bunch of kids, her and a blind lady. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pretty, pretty good what I'm hearing is What I'm hearing is you want the kids and the old lady to be used as cannon fodder. While Autumn figures out a way to kill the dragon. Look, the Lost Boys, they could lay some hate. They have some they fighting can. skills. We do learn that later, don't we? Now, I don't remember. Were they in Never Shall I Fail? I don't think they were. Where did they go? I no, they were they were running some... Protect the Fortress. Yeah. Did they? Hawthorne, I think. Oh, okay. And they were... I think they were, like, helping running supplies to, with the ships and everything like that. Right? Oh, all right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They were cool. I I didn't need them. I didn't need them to keep being there. I mm. liked them, but man, never shall I fail. Woo-wee! Wow. Okay. You brought me back. Why is this important to us after he relays all this to the sergeant major? Sergeant major is like I don't understand. Like this is good intel, but why? Why is any of this relevant to us? You know, we want to get our forge back, and uh, we learn that McCluskey and his uh, goons are the ones that dislodged Last of Autumn from her from their stronghold called what was it again, Greg? Uh, Baird Nula, I believe. Baird Nula, and. Uh, if he did that and he's running that place as a base of his operations, 
then our forge is going to be there. And that's it. That's all it takes to get the Sergeant Major on board. Yeah, that's all yep. he needs, man. Sweet. We have our next area. We're going to rest. We're going to eat some MREs. Mm. We're going to get after it. Well, yeah. It was like no? the elf food. It was the elf food. Oh, do they have elf food? Oh, my bad. I'm, I'm mixing yeah. stuff up. I'm mixing that's stuff fine. up. It's here. fine, Battle. It's fine. Duh. Oh, and they get the like oddly cold beer. And it, that's her that's her next podcast. Oh yes, oddly cold beer. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. Ugh. Greg, how did you get explosives for that commercial you made, which was so cool, by the way? Did uh, you have did you have a lot of mess ups before? I, oh, it took a lot of takes. It took a lot of takes. Um, my dad works at a car dealership in the service department, so he uh, gathers up all the warranty side airbags. And so awesome. like 30 of them by that time. And he's like, dude, let's blow them up. It's like, all right, I'm game. So that's yes. so awesome. We did that. I was trying to get some tannerite in there, but uh, his friend that owns a couple hundred acres out in Missouri, uh, they're not allowed to shoot out there anymore because this new development came in on it and was complaining about us. So my original plan got, you know, throughout the door, but I feel like the airbags did a pretty good second rate job there. So. I thought those were Definitely. legit explosives in there. Yeah, they're pretty loud. Just think about that going off in a car. <laughs> Dude, I'm here to protect you. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was a lot of fun doing that. That seems sweet. That seems sweet. You seemed a little close to that fire when it came up. Too. Uh, the one take, it, it, I got a little singe on the back of my hair. He, he got a little <laughs> half to throw on the gas on the fire. I'm just like, I felt that one day. He's like, oh, oh, my bad. I was like, well... <laughs> I guess you don't care. You weren't near it. <laughs> yeah. He got he got all the laughs. Forget the safety briefing. Yeah, that's all right. Safety briefings are for after everything goes wrong. Right. right. You want to be, be the reason for the safety briefing. <laughs> Major points. Major points. Or a policy being named after you. That's a good one. Or that's case law. Or case law. <laughs> Mega points of its case law. Uh, uh, all right well i think that's uh oh do you want to talk about our our names the do numbers or you want to figure that out later oh our tags i don't know yeah. I, I feel like those have to be assigned somehow i don't feel like i can pick a tag i think you can just kind of pick whatever you want we were talking greg do you have a tag you're you're, you're uh oh are you a galaxy's edge insider oh yeah in the discord yeah in the discord yeah yeah, I'm a three one three Franz, shockingly enough. Franz. Oh, okay. So you, you have your name in there. Yeah. Huh. We're That's trying to figure out what what we what yeah. what our I didn't have be. some cool story from being in the military, you know. I'm that skipped my genes, so you know, I got nothing cool to do or something name. So Jake, did your boys give each other names? In the like army tags or anything? Yeah. No, the closest I uh, – no, not really. I mean, mm. I, I had a sergeant one time. He's like – he looks at me and he's like, you look like Goro, but that was it. Like, What's Goro? From Mortal Kombat, the forearm dude, back when I was in, like, decent shape. <laughs> not not my rock and my dad bod. No, we didn't give each other nicknames. I mean, maybe Sweet Cheeks, Honey Bun. <laughs> We're not doing sweet cheeks around the butts. Darn it. Well, I'm trying I'm di I'm I'm picking between hot soup or hairy nips. I mean hot soup's already taken. DO four seven five eight hot soup. Yeah, oh, okay. that's my Discord name. Okay. All right. I, I like hairy nips. I mean that's <laughs> so, <laughs> I was telling my daughter about this, right? And I'm like, should I go buy hot soup or hairy nips? And she goes, Dad, what is wrong with you? Why would you want to go buy hot, hairy nips? Forget <laughs> <laughs> hot soup, it's hot, hairy nips. Dude, there if, we go. You were, if you were in Strange Company, your tag would definitely be hairy nips. Yeah, that's it. I can just see RC right now. And Jake, <laughs> 475 hot, hairy nips. <laughs> hot, hairy nips. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that guy? <laughs> 
<laughs> He's sucking in the gas with Chief. They must be hair things. <laughs> uh, what's your what's your call sign gonna be, Max? I don't know. What I, don't I mean, know. what I do you have in the brains? I don't like that one. Well, what was it? We're not gonna talk about it. No. Was it Torquilicious? It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was Torque Wrench. There. And the reason for that, I'll just tell the story. I'll. I'll. I'll expose everything. It's actually kind of funny. I, I was, I was working on <laughs> the probability is high. No, I was working on uh, the helicopter under the main rotor, and um, we were, we were working on the CH forty six, and I was with my my buddy uh, uh, Yuri, and our sergeant was there. He was running QA, so he was overseeing the job, and uh, he is the one who um, the sergeant has to be the one to set the torque wrench so that we don't over torque anything. So he, he makes sure it's, it's, it's correct. And he handed it to me and it had a big old, uh, socket on it. And so here is only big enough for your, uh, your forearms and you have to kind of get in, you have to, uh, put your hands in and the way that this thing is angled, um, you can't see, you gotta, you gotta, uh, put your arms in and where your elbows are, you have to bend over that to be able to get the leverage to torque whatever it is to torque. And so I'm trying to put the socket on, and my sergeant is looking at me, and he has this look on his face, and he just goes, Moore, what the F are you doing? And uh, I look over at him, and I feel like I'm doing something super wrong. And I, and I stop, and I go, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to torque the, the nut on the bolt or the bolt uh down sergeant and he goes look at the torque wrench and i pull it out and i'm trying to put the handle on the bolt and i'm holding the actual socket in my <laughs> other hand and he's got this look of like like i shot his dog like this is the most this is like the weirdest thing he's ever seen in his life or career and i'm like oh i guess i just thought this was the handle and he's like oh what do you mean you oh my gosh that your your name is Torque Wrench. Your name is Torque Wrench, and he was the only one that ever called it to me. And he would chew me out by that name. He'd go like Torque Wrench. What the f's the matter with you? Da, 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 da. And I would get slayed by that name. I mean, I don't feel like I deserved deserved it, but that's okay. That's all right. I mean, that's how you get your names. That's I guess that's, that's, that's how you get your name. Ten millimeter, it's, something like that. So. It's a <laughs> ten millimeter. If I was. <laughs> Lost and Wait. could never be found. That would be my name. <laughs> Can't find mine. Where's my camera? <laughs> where freak? Where is it? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it. I think that's it for us. <laughs> Greg, thanks for joining us. That was yeah, super fun. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Greg. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna turn us off here. That's all for us. Good night, folks.